This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. From MPB Think Radio, this is Fix It 101, the home improvement show to help you do it yourself. I'm Jason Klein here with Dell Moore from Affordable Solutions 601. Jeff Sammons is here from Houseworks, and this morning... We are looking down. The first place you look when you walk into it is the floor, typically. Good point. Typically. Okay. And uh, so we are getting low. You know, you're going to have to play that at some point today, Java, right? All right. Time uh, taking up the floor here in the Handyman Hangout. And, yes, we've got some help, thankfully. We've got Keith Sims here from Ashley's Flooring and Decorating, and he runs uh, Sims Services right there with him. And and we're going to do some flooring questions today. If you want new flooring but don't know where to start, if you're ready to rip up the carpet, been there, done that, anything you want to do, go ahead and give us a call this morning at 8. 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. How you fellas doing this morning? Doing great. Sun's out. Temperature's up. Temperature's up? <laughs> Which morning <laughs> did you get it? up? It was freezing outside this morning. No, no? it's no, it's it's good now. It's good now. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, maybe it I was a little too cold early. this morning. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was. It was good when I got up. Right. Yeah. Okay. All right. How about you? Yeah. Oh man, blessed to be here. Feeling good. Okay. Okay. You guys, uh, Keith. How about you? Having a good day? Doing. Doing good. Okay. Keith. Keith is our. Uh, Keith is our guest today. Keith Sims of Ashley's Flooring and Decorating. Okay. There's. You're going to get some calls today. We get a lot of calls here. Then you'll notice that we do get a lot of calls from folks who say, "Hey, I had a water leak one time, mm-hmm. and I've got this uh, one to two boards that have." an ugly black stain on them or green stain on them. And and we get this call all the time. And how do you fix those one to two boards? That's almost always a question here. So you just keep waiting, folks. If you want to ask a floor guy something, it's 877-MPB-RING. Oh, yeah, and we've got the regular jokers in the handyman hangout. Jeff and Dell are uh, seasoned contractors here waiting for your calls. 877-MPB-RING. So tomorrow is Valentine's Day. You guys ready? Of course. Mm-hmm. I'm not. No yeah. preparations yet. Oh, okay, okay. At, Jeff, least, at least one of us told the truth. Jeff, I was about to say, that's a stock answer I heard, and that was not thought about at all. You, I said, you ready for Valentine's? You almost said a course before I got it out of my uh, mouth. That's true. Right. That is, I'm busted already. So, um, uh, and of course, a lot of us get honeydew lists with Valentine's. Um, and if you if you're someone who claims to know how to do things, Valentine's can be real tricky because there's a lot of trading that happens during Valentine's. You know, mm-hmm. so so you know so I'll fix the sink if right. So, uh, well, and also today we're going to be unveiling a new segment, the Fix It 101 Tip of the Week. We'll be posting these online, so when you see them on social media, Instagram, Twitter, uh, Facebook, whatever, make sure to like them and share them. And you know what? Before we uh, get going on any of the other Valentine stuff, let's go ahead and go to Becky in Oxford. She needs a new floor for the kids and the dog. Boy, I hear you, Becky, with us. Almost. Nope. Nope. Not right now. All right. Becky, you there? Yes. Hi. Uh, Hi. Taking my call. Yes, ma'am. So you need a new floor for your kids and dog. Yeah, we moved into a house that was built in the late 80s and has never been updated since then. And um, the floor is just kind of, it's you know, cheap and kind of 
bending the wood stuff and the carpet is old and gross and <laughs> we want um we want something new that looks um you know like lighter wood and something that looks really clean and um quality but also that can withstand two kids and a dog okay uh, I'll, I'll, uh, I'm going to say this one thing about flooring because I told this story a little bit earlier and then I'm going to give it to the pros for the rest of the day. But there was a, uh, we replaced the flooring in my home several years ago and, uh, we had previously, we had, uh, the laminate down and because mm-hmm. we had dogs and kids, lots of them at the time, uh, we got this tile stuff that looked just like, uh, wood or looked a lot like wood. And man, it's been the best stuff we ever put down because it's tile and you can like hose it down if you have to. So anyway, all right. So um, floor guy, Keith, Keith Sims. So what do you think? What what would be a good floor for this lady to put down? Well, like you said, the tile's very durable. Um, you can make, you can get it look like wood. Um, also now a quicker, quicker fix. You got uh, vinyl floating floors, click together, um, do it yourself or friendly more or less um now you say a vinyl floating floor so i think in, in uh, folks when he says a floating floor this is the the slats of wood that go on top of the of, of the base floor um and there's usually uh something underneath it that keeps it a little bit off the actual right there floor. there'll be a, a a padding you can uh, a lot of them come with it already attached on the back now mm-hmm. um if not you can buy one uh put down underneath it before you put the vinyl floor down vinyl floating vinyl floors are like the laminate that mm-hmm. has been around for a little while uh, is but this these, is these is floors this... are more vi- they're waterproof uh to me they don't scratch or gouge as bad um for for dogs kids um it's probably what i'm putting in my house but i'm waiting till my Kids move out. Right. <laughs> on about uh, one more floor. Uh, right. uh, uh, in the flooring world, um, vinyl floating floor is probably your best economical uh, floor. Right. And and as far as wearability, I, I don't think you can beat it. Now, which floor was that? The the floating vinyl. The floating vinyl. Sure. Okay. Becky, what are you thinking at this point? Hmm. I mean, I, that, sounds, that sounds good. As long as it looks looks nice <laughs> we want it to look nice and do, also hold up do you up, need so. it to look like wood is that the is that the goal yeah we'd like we'd like it to look like wood yeah okay. yeah there there's some vinyl out there that 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 looks feels tastes like wood um very user-friendly Jeff's often tasting flooring. That's right. Well, you know, hey, I get into my work now. Right. <laughs> Trust me. All right, Becky, we appreciate it. Thank you for your call. If you want to ask about a flooring question or any other contracting question, you can call us at 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Or you can send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. Okay, uh, let's ask real quick, Jeff. I got to do, are we going to do this, the tip? Yeah, let's do it. Yes. Doing the tip now? That's right. Today, wow. we are unveiling the new segment. As I mentioned, the Fix It 101 tip of the day. And uh, we'll be posting these online. So uh, when you hear Jeff give out this tip for today, you get to keep it forever. Yeah. I'm give it to you. Gift. Okay. Because, look I, I, look, I took it from someone else. This is not anything I made up. Right. Go so, ahead. okay, here's the tip. Everyone knows when your power goes out, right? You've got a clock in your house. You come back from vacation, and it's flashing. It's blinking. Right. Yeah. So mm-hmm. everybody knows, oh, the power must have gone out. 
Well, but here's the next question. How long was it out? Oh, you never know. Nobody knows. No. So what you do, take a Solo cup Mm -hmm. and fill it halfway up with water, Uh freeze it, pull it out of the freezer, put a quarter on top of it, put it back in the freezer. If that power was off long enough, the quarter will be at the bottom of that of that ice. You with me? Dude. Is that everybody understand? Yes. That's amazing. I, tell me. Okay. Look, right. I took it from someone else. Did you? I'm passing it on for free today. No charge. Well, that's off for a long time, though, isn't it? How long would that <laughs> well, be, though? Well, but, I mean, think about it. If you're on vacation for uh-huh. a week, you're in Disney World, you've got a freezer full of meat. Right. Um, is I wonder if this hamburger meat's any good. Well, how long oh. was the freezer off? Okay, everything's hard as a rock now. Right. But we've been gone a week. Mm-hmm. You're right. You're right. So if that, if that quarter is on top of that ice, then it stayed frozen. You're, you're good to go. Okay. If it's inside the ice, if it's on the bottom, you're, you're clearing the, the freezer out. Right. And the refrigerator, for that matter. All right. Great. Good Thank tip. you. Tip of the week. There we go. All right. Uh, let's take our first quick break. Um, and we're going to come back. We're going to talk with Keith Sims from Ashley's Floor, Flooring and Decorating. We'll talk about hardwood floors, tiles, carpet, more. Just join the conversation and call in today. Also, we'll help with any other projects you're working on. Give us a call at 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. We'll be right back. Welcome back. This is Fix It 101 on MPB Think Radio. I'm Jason Klein here with contractor Dale Moore from Affordable Solutions 601 and Jeff Simmons from Houseworks. Today we're joined by Keith Sims from Ashley's Flooring and Decorating. And uh, you can join the conversation this morning by calling 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. No time to... uh, Play around. Let's get to the phone lines. Laura's on the line in uh, in Tennessee. What's going on, Laura? Oh, just driving to work. Okay. So <laughs> what, what can we help you with on your floor? Okay. So grout and tile floors. The question is to seal or not to seal the grout. Uh, because there's grout out there that supposedly has you know, a, a seal in it already. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, of course, there's sealant that you can paint on. And then let it dry. Okay. Um, so here you go, Keith. So obviously now you're wanting to seal what you've already got. So the um, first step is well, going to be to well, clean. Actually, or are you read? Yeah, I'm redoing. I'm going to be um, putting in a new shower. Okay. And a new bathroom. Okay. So on showers, you can do a couple different kinds. Um, you can do epoxy grout, which don't need to be sealed um you can uh, also add when you even doing your floors they there's products out there that you can mix in with your grout instead of using water that are, that's a sealer uh you can do you can take that step uh one of them's um a my pay product um grout maximizer um oh wow so this is something that you would pour into the grout mix versus Pouring water in it, the right. water evaporate the sealers 
you know. Right. So the so the sealant is is within the mix. Mm-hmm. So once you put it down, it's already sealed. It's already sealed. That's mm-hmm. right. Um, but then you know, over time it gets it gets dirty. Whatever you have it professionally cleaned, or you know, use your elbow to get it clean. Either way, eventually you know, sealing it with the paint on stuff isn't you know a bad thing to keep it from you know getting dirty. More yeah. of a permanent. Now, is that a maintenance? Is that, that that's that's that, more or less a maintenance. Okay. Yeah. So, in other words, coming back and putting that stuff over after. Yeah. Mm, if I had mine done a floor, you know, at right now, uh, I'd, I would use the grout maximizer um, from my pay. That's what I would use in mine. That's what I like to do. And if the floor guy will use it, then that's I'll right. use it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm going to make one comment, Lori. Um, make sure that your shower is waterproof before your tile ever goes on that shower. Okay. Perfect. Like a sluter system. Yep. Very important that that is waterproof. Waterproofed. There you go, Laura. Did uh, right. did we answer your question for you? You did. Thank you very much. Thank you, ma'am. Let's keep on moving. Diane's on the line in Memphis. We'll just stay in Tennessee. What's going on, Diane? Well, I wanted to say we had an internal flood and had to replace our flooring throughout. Mm. We had to go down to concrete. Mm-hmm. But what we put down was bamboo. It is beautiful. It is almost maintenance-free. It is indestructible. It is forever. Wow. wow. That's an endorsement <laughs> right there. Yes, I, well, I have lots. We live in the country. I have lots of animals. I get lots of well on my floor. It can be cleaned with Swiffers. Keith, what do you, what do you think of the bamboo floors? Well, bamboo's a really hard floor. It's uh, one of the um, hardest floors to dent. Um, really? Yeah, and it's uh, they make so many different colors and different things now. But So how does it the, compare price-wise to a wood floor, a, a, a different sort of wood floor? They're... They're right there with them. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, you can get mid. You can. It's going to start in the mid grade on the bamboo, and, uh-huh. and I don't know that they have a really inexpensive one, but mid grade up. Okay. All right. Well, Diane, thank you. That's a great recommendation and a heck of an endorsement. We appreciate it. Let's uh, keep on moving. Number to call is eight seven seven MPB ring. That's eight seven seven six seven two seven four six four. Remember, we're also taking emails at fixit one hundred one at MPB online. Dot org. Let's go to Debbie and Wesson. What's going on, Debbie? Hey, thanks for taking my call. Yes, ma'am. What's I'm up? Now, I'm now living in my late father's house, mm-hmm. and this house is on a concrete slab. There is roll linoleum throughout about half of this house. In reference to the floating vinyl flooring you guys were talking about earlier, mm-hmm. Can it be put on top of this row linoleum, or does all of this row linoleum need to be pulled up first? It can, it can go on top of it, um, absolutely. Uh, that Even gets done. Scratches, scratches, and gouges in places. That gets it. done every day. So what you what you want to do? You don't want to have any. You know, um, sometimes there may be two or three layers of vinyl that you don't know. You only see the one. Make sure it's not no uh, deep holes or something. Um, uh, and then well, a lot of times around the scratches that go through the linoleum from dog toenails throughout decades. So, so you could you could run a little bit of patch over that or something. Just uh, you can even get some premix patch or something. Just you just don't want a deep gouge, especially to fall in on one of the joints. Um, 
And and some of the vinyls will tell you. Some of them you can go over, you know, other floors, and some of them it wants you to have a, a slab. But for the most part, um, on your rolled roll linoleum, you know, you may have uh, edges and stuff coming up. Maybe cut that out, but but definitely can go over the top. The gouges and scratches happen to be without on the edges. That's good. Okay. <laughs> good deal. There we go. Okay. Thank you so much. Thank you, Debbie. We appreciate you, it. You know, let, let's mention a safety concern, too. Oh, what's that? Um, be careful when you're pulling up older floors that you don't get into an asbestos situation. Um, yeah, they used to uh, make tile a lot of times out of asbestos. That's right. And uh, I learned a long time ago one of the lead indicators to to uh, is is the size of the tile. Yep, the size and the color of the back. Okay. Um, so, and there's there's test kits that you can buy to um, um, if you have as asbestos. That's a mm. different show, but um, there's other things that we want to do. Right so. now, I did uh, one time. I uh, bought a, bought a home and it had carpet in there. The carpet was 25 years old, and the previous owners were smokers. So uh, the first things first, get rid of the carpet. I had never pulled up carpet before, and that is uh, horrible. Yeah, yes. it's just—I mean, there's no, mess, there's no better way to say it. That's just horrible. The stuff that fell on that carpet 25 years ago is still, it's still there. there. It's still there. It's what's underneath the carpet. Yes, yes, mm-hmm. it's unbelievable. You pull it up, and then, and then, you know, it's amazing how much we mask uh, smells. Yeah, you know, uh, especially when you pull up carpet, and you you can definitely tell those sm- smells have been unmasked. Yeah, I just carpet mm-hmm. is uh, man. Carpet's time dated. Well, let me let me tell you. Let me ask in 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 flooring, do you guys uh, do you consider tiling a DIY project? I'd say to tile a floor. You do okay, Dell. Not really, because you need you know you got to think about those cuts and and like we were talking about earlier, um, cuts along the wall, door jams, um, corners, closets coming in and out. You know. uh, the drunken look and all right. of that. So, <laughs> See, and, and and it's not something you should do uh, kind of off the cuff. This is definitely something that you want to look up. One of the things that Jeff mentioned in previous shows, and I know, Keith, you've probably seen this your whole career, uh, you can walk into a room and probably tell when it's happened, is a rookie put down that floor, and you can tell by where that first tile went down somewhere that's right um and there is a method to how this is done so it does i remember asking a friend of mine and i i saw he had tiled his floor with with the vinyl stick on tile mm, this is yes. like a garage floor yeah, i remember that yeah. and and he would take the vinyl stick on tile and he just he put it up against one of the one of the walls and Check there off. he went and run sure and of course by the oh, time he gets man. to the other wall he's having to cut pieces down to four inches that were different than one, one inch. inch on the yeah. other side. You know, it's just, nice. So, yeah, <laughs> learn some lessons. Yeah. And, and there's a reason why they make those, uh, um, there's a re- reason why they put those baseboards there, folks. It, it's it, it's a little Heidi yeah, trick. Yeah, and, you know, the more I think about it, Keith did a floor for mm-hmm. me, um, I don't know, a couple years back, whatever. And that building was maybe 50 feet long. Is all tile. He took a, at the end of the day, at the end of the deal, true story, he, he takes a five gallon bucket of water, fills it about three quarters way and kicks the bucket down the, down that tile. No and, way. Oh yeah. Yep. That's good. Bucket Never, test. Yeah. 
Wow. Oh, yeah, it was tripping. perfect. It was perfect. That is and amazing. That's what, that's what so, so, yeah, there, there, there's some, uh, Dale, I, I, I agree, there, there's some technical. Yeah. Um, right. Because so. you got that bumpy feel, and that, your toe going to hit that every time. To right. me, the tile has, and it's changed so much, different size tiles, right. different, oh, yes. all the different things that change in tile. But tile is the hardest, what you need to be the most knowledgeable at. C- can you lay a a floor tile? Yeah, anybody right. can. But there's so many different. How long do you want it to last? How how good's the bond going to be? Um, right. There's a lot of different things that go into tile that that um, make it. That's one of the more. Um, I don't know. You have to be a little more knowledgeable Advanced. on that. Yeah. To, there's always room to grow too on that. It's, one of the one of the things that we did mention also before the break was that the tools needed to do tile mm-hmm. are different than uh, they are for say you know because you've got to have a tile saw in particular and you got to know how to use it properly and if you have to take off just a little piece of tile now I want you to think about that think about a piece of tile in your hand what that feels like and you've got to take a corner off of it right. perfectly mm-hmm. you know so you definitely need to understand those tools and how they work so and uh, in the shower you need those circle cuts Oh, yeah, that's true. That's true. It gets tricky. All right, folks, number to call is 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. It's time for another break. There it is. We're getting low today. (laughs) (laughs) You want to join today's show, give us a call, 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. You like that? Yeah. I'm Jason Klein here with Delmore, Jeff Simmons, and Keith Simmons from Ashley Flooring and Decorating. If you need some flooring help or help with other home improvement projects, join the conversation. Call us with the questions 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. Stay tuned. Whether traveling through Oxford or Tupelo, stuck in traffic in Jackson or Meridian, or cruising along the coast in Biloxi or Ocean Springs, MPB goes with listeners wherever they go. Your company's message can go along, too. Go to mpbonline.org slash underwriting to find out how. Welcome back. This is Fix It 101 on MPB Think Radio. I'm Jason Klein here with contractor Dell Moore from Affordable Solutions 601. Jeff Sammons from Houseworks. Today we're ta- uh, talking floors with Keith Sims from uh, Ashley's Flooring and Decorating. And if you missed any of today's program, you can always listen back by podcast using any podcast app or our MPB public media app. And that's free on anywhere you get your apps. So, oh, we got an uh, a email in, and this one is kind of on the flooring side, but it's a different kind of question that uh, Dell and Jeff, you guys might be in on this one. Says, hi, y'all. I'm looking for advice on how to fix a slab of slippery concrete in my carport. We flood frequently here, and when that silt settles on the slab, it's very slick, like ice. Is there a way to fix this on a tight budget? Mm. Thanks for the help, yeah. Lee. Thoughts? You can just apply them a little skip coating on there, you know. Um, so, all right. So, what are you saying? How does that work? You know, uh, you can use. They got different grades of skid, like a little sand with so a you're clear saying, coat, like a skin coat, just a, a, a mm-hmm. light coat. Oh, okay. A clear coat with some sand in it, or a different. Um, we call it skip skip proofing it. And that's something that you can put on top of concrete. Mm-hmm. Okay, Jeff, thoughts. Uh, I mean, I was good until he said on a budget. 
Yeah. Right. You know, <laughs> think, think about what you're doing. It, it, it's going to have to be an epoxy product. Yeah, uh, it's got to be clean. Uh-huh. Um, it's. I mean, that's going to cost a couple hundred bucks a gallon, probably. Uh-huh. It's going to cost. Uh, okay. And a gallon's going to cover 100 feet, 200. So. Okay. So. I, I would. I would think. Um, I want to try to stop the flooding. Right, Let, stop the water flow. Yeah, there, there's got to be a reason why I've got water coming in. Let's concentrate on the outside to put in a French drain. Let, let's do something to keep the water from coming in the garage. I think that's good. I think yeah. that fixes the problem instead of the symptom. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so Okay, let's uh, <clears throat> go to Kathleen in Osaka. What's going on, Kathleen? Well, this is a, a very big compliment to anybody that does floors. Uh, especially tile, because if you have any health issues, knees, back, up in age, or an illness, uh-huh. or no know-how, just the intelligence behind it, uh-huh. take the time and call somebody that knows. Because in New Orleans, we had put down a ceramic tile floor, thinking, oh, this will be easy to clean, right. we can do it. We bought everything white, but... The ceramic tile only had the color on the top side. Right. And when you have a husband walking through the house with tools and dogs and this and that, once it chips, you have white divots, and it's really hard to replace. Right. So make sure you get someone. It's worth a hospital bill to hire someone and to not wind up in trash. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what, Kathleen? I'm, I'm glad you said that because our next caller, I'm going to I'm gonna go ahead and hang out with you and go to our next caller because Jim in Madison has uh, asked about chipped ceramic tile. And uh, that's what you've called in. Do you have some of these chips, Jim? I have one. I have uh, what I would call Mexican tile one-by-ones in my kitchen and master bath. Mm-hmm. Uh, about a year ago, I dropped a heavy... Uh, bottom pot and chipped one of the one of the tiles in the kitchen and i was it, it, the tile itself is black underneath the um underneath the colored surface and mm-hmm. i was just wondering if there's a way to repair that or if the whole uh, tile has to be replaced uh, there you go Keith. if you so they make some little different things little tile fix things uh you can sort of match it up you can make it not as much of an eye catch, but, um, I mean, you can even take some grout, same color or something, rub it in a crack or a chip on the corner. Um, throw, throw rugs work good sometimes, <laughs> but you can, uh, you can definitely, you know, help mask it or whatever, but to fix it, you know, if it's in like the main walkway, um, you may have to look at getting another tile like that. Hopefully you have a couple extras, um, they can be replaced and, how difficult is it to replace a single tile? A single tile, it can be hard because a lot of times you're going to mess the next one up right. yourself getting it up. You know, I've went to replace one tile one time and end up needing almost a box. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, but, uh, and, and Jim, you, you probably chipped the tile right in the middle. Oh, it, absolutely. It's right. right. Of course. Yeah, no. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I, so. I do have some additional tiles um, out in the garage, uh-huh. but here's here's my problem. The uh, 
the unintended consequences of replacing one tile. The grout is really dirty. Of course. And, and that means if I replace one tile, I'm going to have to clean all the grout and reseal it, right? That's right. It's going to look it's going to look um different. Worse, probably worse, way different. Worse than the chip. A lot of times it's, it's just as good to just get black grout and, and uh, <laughs> go around there go around the tile because it'll it'll be closer to the color of the other by then, you know. Okay. All right, and should the the dirty grout that I have is there any point if if I go with black grout around a new tile is there any point in sealing the grout after that all of it? Not all of it. I w- I would say not. Not unless uh, you. I mean, at that point, you just want to get it clean before you sealed it. You wouldn't want to seal anything down in there. Um, right. It's pretty much sealed with dirt now, probably. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Okay, that's a great help, guys. Appreciate your your advice. All right, thanks, Dan. We appreciate it. I wanted to follow up on an email we got last week talking to this gentleman who had, okay, you ready for this? This was like a, a whole big thing that happened to us on the uh, last week's show about this gentleman who had uh, a home that was uh, kind of out, and uh, it was an older home, and outside of it, coming out of the ground, was a handle that had been there for what this gentleman has described as at least 40 years unturned. And he was wanting to turn it for one reason or not. And Been bothering uh, him for 40 years. Right, yeah. <laughs> so in the turn day it. I'm turning that hell. <clears throat> right. And so he, uh, he called us to ask our opinions, and we all hid under the table. But anyway, he said uh, he, he sent us another email and said, Thank you very much. You were very informative, and you made my question much more entertaining and understandable than I could have. Uh, I really didn't want to turn that thing, so I was grateful for your unanimous verdict. Thank you again. Oh, good. Yeah. So he didn't turn the handle. Don't turn the bad handle. Don't turn the handle. (laughs) We were talking about it. That handle's been open for 40 years. There's no way that handle comes off. Right. (laughs) No way. Well, good. Okay. Yeah, it wasn't not without hurting someone. Anyway, talking about flooring today is uh, a couple of things that I wanted to ask. When it comes to, like, wood floors, let's say you scratch a wood floor down to the wood pasture, uh, everything from uh, stain and everything else, w- what can you do there? You can you can get some uh, wood filler, um, putty. Uh-huh. The wood filler's a little, you know, going to last longer, but you can get putty. Um, mix it up, match it up, then believe it or not, it's probably some there already that you just don't know is there. Um, really? Especially on your sand and finish floor, just putty it all in it, you know? Okay. So, um, yeah, you just putty it back up. and Do you do you buy a certain, like, do they have different colors for different floors or what? Right, because a lot of the, especially the sand and finish floors are all cut, a lot of them custom colors. Right. Different kind of woods, they change over time. Uh-huh. Um, so... Yeah, you can get multiple different colors, just like Play-Doh. You just keep mixing colors till you get it like you want. Um, darker to me is usually a little better when you put it down. All right, here's an inside show. baseball question. Are you the guy who has to mix the colors for the grout in the work that you do? For the grout, it comes right out of the bag. No customizing. Yeah, you know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right, let's go to uh, Gregory and Jackson. His, his kitchen has two layers of floor, and he wants to put down tile. Are you with us, Gregory? Yes. So so you've got two layers. What kind of floor do you have down right now? It's, it's concrete floor, but it has two layers of uh, vinyl. 
And you want to put down a tile floor on top of ceramic. those two? Ceramic. Ceramic on top of it. Ceramic on top, okay. Uh-huh. Oh, the, are the two layers down really good? Like? No, some of them are. Some you're gonna, of them are. I'm not a fan of the two layers. Um, it's been done. I've done it. Um I I don't like doing it over two layers cuz you you know what do you which one's down better but you don't really know uh I would say to, definitely don't put it down over anything that's loose um and the best thing is to try to always go to the slab if you can if you know there's times where it you just can't do it or it's you know uh, you know, there might be times where there's asbestos, like we said earlier, something like that, and you, you just encapsulating that. But um, definitely don't put it over anything loose. If it's down super, and they definitely make thin sets and stuff that that'll adhere to it. Just um, this only going to stick to what's you know what it touches. Yeah, and if you've got a home that was built before 2000, you have no idea maybe what's under there. It's funny because I bought a home one time and it had six layers of linoleum. Wow. And they had they had built up a transition over the years that made it look like the floor was just higher. Yeah. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Wow. Yeah. And and we got in there and started pulling. I thought I've got this and I started pulling one and just kept pulling different layers as you go. But I can tell you the further down you went into like that 1950s linoleum, that glue was like nuclear oh, and was never coming up. Right. So, anyway, all right. So, uh, let's keep on moving and let's talk to Lena on the Gulf Coast. And uh, what's going on, Lena? Well, I have a house that's maybe 20 years old and it's in a, in a subdivision and it's all electric. And naturally, the electric heater and water heater is in the attic. And I've heard y'all talking about how hard it is to replace it because the hole for the where the stair is won't accommodate taking out the old heater. Yeah, the big tanks. How, how costly is it to put one of those instant hot electric water heaters? Well... Yeah, there, there's, there's really not an instant hot water heater. There's a, a tankless. Well, that's uh, what I meant. Okay, but then you run into an issue because you don't have gas. So if you're going to go, if you're going the tankless route, you're going to have to go, uh, you don't have natural gas in your neighborhood? I don't think so. Okay. Then you're going to have to go propane. Oh, Uh, oh, yeah. The reason why I said that, uh, Lena, and the reason, uh, we've said this many times on the show, and we've even had our AC and appliance guy mention this several times, the the water heaters that are supposed to be instant, like you're talking about, that are electric, Mm -hmm are considered very unreliable. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's it's good for a cup of water, but it's not it's not gonna run a a whole hat. No, no ma'am. No ma'am. So it's just a coffee maker. when I bought the house, um, which was maybe in two thousand and three, they replaced the burner. Right. And but my household is only a one person and a dog, so we don't have very big demands on it. So it's perfectly fine, but I'm I'm thinking about selling, and maybe a house, a family, it might cause problems. It's it so, very possible because someone's take trying to take a shower, someone's washing clothes, someone's right. washing dishes. Mm-hmm. The, I might have three ba- three showers, uh, a bath, one, sure. one after the other. And, so and the, go ahead, Lena. What's the solution to this dilemma? Well. 
a tankless water heater run off of nat- off of uh, propane, or go back with your electric water heater. No, the old one's going to come out real easy because yeah. it because it, it it went up the hole. The new one is not going to go in that hole very easy. It was built differently, right? So you're going to have to widen that hole and uh, get your get your old one up, you know, in the attic. If if that's how you get to your attic, there well, may be another true. access. Oh yes, that is. That's yeah. the only that's the only way. Yeah. Right. It's the hallway. Okay. So all right. Well, thank you so kindly. I'll enjoy your program very much. Thank you, Lena. We appreciate it. Let's keep on moving. Uh, Diane's on the line at Gaucher. What's going on, Diane? Yes, I have a ceiling fan. Uh, the fan comes on, no problem with the switch. Uh-huh. Uh, the pull, the pull tab. Uh-huh. But the lights will not come on. But the pull tab seems fine, but my lights will not come on. All right, uh, yeah, uh, Diane, you have to start at the bottom here, okay? So we got to start at the bottom, and it's always a dumb question. Are you ready? I'm ready. Uh, you put new bulbs in it, right? Uh, yep, tried the bulbs. Okay, try the new Good bulbs. Work. That's the first place you start. Then, okay. All right, so as we move on, have these lights ever worked? Yes, and they've all worked. All worked. And now they don't all of a sudden? All of a sudden do not work, none of them. All right, I'm tapped out, guys. That's the ceiling fan goes. <laughs> I think of wires come loose. <laughs> yeah, and, and, and honestly, Diane, uh, they do make light kits that you can replace mm-hmm. to put on that okay. fan, and those oh. are they can be fairly affordable or they can be really extravagant. So you can replace okay. that, or you can replace the whole fan for you know sure. whatever whatever you think is reasonable for a ceiling fan because they make them in. All different sizes and price variants. Hundred dollars yeah. up, and uh, it's either the it's either the switch or or the or the wire. Right. I mean, as long as your bulb is good. Um, yeah, that's it. They're, does and there's, it come on? Does it have the <clears throat> the, the string that clicks? Right. You know when you pull it. Now I have had uh, to replace the little clicker before. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Little, oh, okay. little string uh, switch. Yeah, and they sell those little clickers. They're plastic, and and they sell them for about a buck thirty. Just about any uh, home improvement store or or hardware store out there. Okay, so maybe I can try that. You think that's a do-it-yourself project? It is, but okay. it's pretty intricate. Intricate. Okay, that mm-hmm. means it's not for me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And turn the power go. off. There you go. Definitely. Uh, okay. All right. Thank you. <laughs> thank you, ma'am. Let's keep on moving. Jerry, no, no, let's take a break real quick. Yep, we can do that, too. All right, number to call is 877-MPB-RING. It's time for our last break of the hour. You can still have time to get your home improvement question answered this morning, as we will with Jerry and Jeff. Uh, So call us with your question, comment, or just tell us what project you're working on at 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. We'll be right back. Welcome back. This is Fix It 101 on MPB Think Radio. I'm Jason Klein here with contractor Del Moore from Affordable Solutions 601. Jeff Simmons is here from Houseworks. Today we're talking floors with Keith Sims from Ashley's Floors and Decorating. If you missed any of today's program, you can always listen back by podcast using any podcast app or our MPB public media app free wherever you get your apps. So let's uh, keep going straight to the phone. And where we're going first... Let's go to Jeff. All right, let's go to Jeff. What's going on, man? 
Jeff, you, are you with me? Yeah, sorry, I had my hands full. That's um, <laughs> all right. So, what's going on? All right, uh, had a handyman put tile in my bathroom. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're large tiles, and uh, I noticed a few days after they went down that as I walked across it, the grout cracked in different places. Mm. And as I walked across there, I, I heard a little, little shifting. So what I'm wondering is, can I vacuum out the grout and then pour something down in there that will set up and reinforce just the places where it's flexing that least little bit? Hmm. Now we got a quick I answer know. from Dell that said no. How, how well, the f- I'm, I'm, I'm still examining. I'm trying to see now. Uh, is it, uh, is this know, some sort of conventional? Sort of really low viscosity uh, epoxy or something that would go under there, spread enough to, to fill in the void, and then set up. Is, is this conventional? Uh, it's a conventional mm-hmm. foundation. With okay. The floors, the, uh, it doesn't fit at all. The house is very solid. Yeah. All right, so yeah. let's ask the floor guy. What are you thinking, man? I I think you got to – I'm just thinking um, maybe if I looked at it or something, have another idea, but I'm thinking you're you're – going back up all the way to the beginning. Uh, yeah. I do too. No, I agree with that 100%. Yeah. Because uh Jeff, here's the deal. It's cracked in this one spot. We can we can fix that one spot. The next time you walk over another one's going to fail. What what I think has happened, there's no backer under it. They glued the tile direct on the on the subfloor. Mm-hmm. It, yeah. Keith, no, there is a backer. Yeah. He, he he brought in a really high quality backer. Really? I'm, I'm wondering if maybe the, the mastic that he used wasn't properly mixed or something like that. Uh, either way, the floor's got to come up. Yeah, right. you know, I, didn't call you, I didn't call you guys to have you tell me that. I, I called <laughs> you guys to have you tell me that. Yeah, yeah, I know. Um, you know what? A solution in a bottle. Hey, man, buy some flat black paint and just paint it. Forget it. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Jeff, look, we're, we're, we're laughing on the outside, crying on the inside. Right. We've been there. Yeah, thanks. All right, thanks, Jeff. We, we did not make his day. No, we didn't. I'm so well, sorry. Well, he and he'll have it done right. And then well, he, can, he can live yeah. with that. All right, let's go to Jerry and Ashland. What's going on, Jerry? Hey, thanks for taking my call. I, I support and appreciate uh, MPB. And on that last caller's uh, call, man, love hurts sometimes. It? it does. <laughs> love does hurt sometimes. Uh, I do most everything myself because of the kind of experience that man had. And, and what I found out is there's three rules of thumb. Or a do-it-yourself, or it's going to take longer than you think, it's going to be more difficult to take, and it's going to cost more than you think. <laughs> yes. I can you. attest to every one of those. <laughs> Absolutely. Yes. And I can tell you that my wife's favorite one is, you said that was going to take three hours, right. and we're on three weeks. Yeah. <laughs> right. so. What I found is sometimes by the time I buy the tools and do it, I still save money, and I got the tools left over. Well, so, yeah, that's a bonus. That's the way I think. But anyway, what I asked you, what I want to ask you gentlemen about was, uh, I have a Single car, separate garage, and the floor in that thing sweats like terribly. I can almost go, it's like soup. And I wonder if that's simply because of the difference in temperature between the, the, the concrete slab floor in that garage, or can I put some stuff like maybe an epoxy with mixed with sand on top or something? I like it not to sweat so much first off, and, 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 and I wouldn't mind improving the looks of it a wee bit either. All right, hang on just a second. All right, Jerry, go ahead. I, I think, Jerry, I think uh, there's not a vapor barrier on the on the between the ground and the concrete. Uh oh, is what it sounds like. How does one fix that? Uh, 
I, I don't can't know. keep telling people I, I, to pull up their floors. I, I, Jerry, <laughs> I, I've got to I've got to marinate on this. It's your first of all, your garage floor should not be sweating. Period. Okay. Um, do you know if there was a vapor barrier put down before the concrete? So the house was built in 1958. It has a crawl space, and the garage was added way before I bought the house. So, and this is Mississippi, and there are no building codes, and anybody can hang out a shingle. In well, so. unfortunately, you are right. From past president of home builders, we have fought and fought for the citizens of Mississippi to have building codes in our counties, and we have certain people in government that, that vote against us. So we need to we need to join the, the team to not to, that there's no not that there's any advocacy. <laughs> so. Anyway. All right. So well Jerry, did that help at all? I mean let's, let's suppose there's not a vapor barrier, uh, with some sort of uh, non permeable paint like an epoxy or something on top of that perhaps help it? In theory, it would. In theory, but if it's coming up from the bottom, then it's just going to pull that paint right up. It's going to flake it up. It could. Now, you could try something like that, uh, Thompson block seal, but, you know, we don't know. This is just going to be hypothetical trying. That's just holding the water back, you know, if you seal it on top. Yeah, I mean, the paint, the the epoxy, they all would be just a seal of barrier. Right. All right, uh, Jerry. Uh, let, mm. let our guys think think about that one, and we'll uh, we'll maybe get that out on the next show. Let's keep on moving. Chat. David's on the line in Louisville. What's going on, David? Hi. <clears throat> Excuse me. I want to take up the old tile in my kitchen and replace it with with uh, hardwood flooring. And my question is, how difficult is it going to be to get that old tile up? That's not fun. Um, we're, we're I, was, actually, I swear to you, I was just about to say, that's the fun part. No, no? that's not the fun part. Um, <laughs> so I'm thinking sledgehammers and, you know, you rolling get stones. A, a jackhammer, like, you know, a big chisel jackhammer will work. Um, it's going to be very dusty. Um, cover up everything. Yeah, earplugs, uh, yeah, safety I mean, glasses. I, I would not do it myself. I was just wondering how... Uh, I guess more than anything how expensive it was going to be. I'm going to try to talk my wife out of it. And I'm going to use the reference uh, in, in my uh, argument with her. Uh, Good. Oh, yeah. I you're going to use us as the argument breaker. Okay. Looking at what you're doing there, you're looking at, um, you know, going back with hardwood. Because once you take that ceramic up, most of the time, I know I like to when I, you know, tear it out. And reinstall, especially going back hardwood or tile something needs to be fairly smooth. You're gonna need some uh, a good bit of prep work there. So like that self leveling, I'm a, uh, I'm just gonna guess at just my average job somewhere around twelve bucks a foot is something what that looks like. Um, that now that'd be your materials also, but of course you can buy hardwood for twelve dollars a foot. So I'm just telling you about what I think the average price of that kind of job is. There you go. All right, thanks, David. We appreciate it. Let's keep on moving. We got a few. We got a minute left. Chad is in Louisiana, and um, you've got an older house. And you need to refinish the hardwood floors, right? Right. Uh, the house was built in twenty nine. It's still got original hardwood floors in it. Uh, of course, at this point, clear coats come. Some came off of it, and you know it's got scratches and stuff. Other than you know doing the standard, you know, uh, filling in. I was curious as to the process of what it would take in order to refurbish those hardwood floors. 
I would imagine, you know, sand it down and then uh, stain it and then put some type of clear coat on it is what I would figure, but um, you all tell me. All right, floor guy, Keith Sims, go for it. Yeah, you're just uh, saying at this point you just go in there, you sand it all down, you get it to where you think the, all the stain's going to take back the same way if if you're going to stain it a color or just go back with it natural. However, you you know, depending on what you want the color to be, stain it, then get get it finished. Well, and Chad, thanks. We can give you a little bit more uh, answer on that later. Uh, all I'll say is it's a 1929 house. If you got a 1929 house, don't mess up the floors too much. It probably looks pretty cool. It's a 1929 floor. All right, uh, Fix It 101 is a production of Mississippi Public Broadcasting Think Radio and is funded by generous contributions from listeners like you. Our show is produced by Mr. Java Chapman. Our call screener today was Liz Gill. For Del Moore and Jeff Simmons and Keith Sims, I'm Jason Klein. Stay tuned for our Wednesday 10 a.m. program, Everyday Tech with Michelle McAdoo. And join us next Wednesday at 9 for Fix It 101 only on MPB Think Radio. Underwritten by Blue Cross and Blue Shield of Mississippi. Live healthy. Live blue. It's good to be blue. More at bcbsms.com. We should stay dry for the next couple of days, introducing another chance of showers by Friday into the upcoming weekend. In Oxford today, plenty of sunshine are high this afternoon into the upper 50s. Scattered clouds tonight, an overnight low will drop into the lower 40s. Vicksburg, lots of sunshine today, are high this afternoon in the low 60s. Later on tonight, a few passing clouds overhead. Overnight lows will drop down into the middle 40s. And in Pascagoula, a beautiful sunny day today. High temperatures this afternoon into the low 60s. Clear to partly cloudy tonight and overnight low right around 45. I'm meteorologist Sally Russell. This is Think Radio.